Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, good morning. Welcome back to Chatting with Rabbi Mike. Now, this is your host, Etienne Gibbs, and I do have to apologize for the last two episodes. We were not able to hold it because of conditions beyond our control. But we're back. Rabbi's back, I'm back, and we're ready to go. Now, we want to say shalom, peace be with you, to everyone, especially folks in Israel who are celebrating Independence Day, and I guess all Jews around the world celebrate Israel's Independence Day. So let's go ahead and meet Rabbi Mike. Good morning, Rabbi. Good morning, ATN. How are you doing? Fine, thank you, sir. Fine, thank you. Good to have you back. Oh, I should say good to be back. It's great to be back. It's great to be back, and... um, as you said, um, today is a wonderful day for Israel as well as for Jews all around the world. Today is Yom Ha'atzma'ut, Israel Independence Day. And that's what we're going to be talking wow. about today, the, the holiday itself, but also the history of the creation of Israel and all that Israel does for the world now. Um, Fantastic. And uh, that's going to be our show today, so really, really excited. Fantastic. Well, before you go into the show, I have a quick question. Now, is there another celebration that comes up the day before the Independence Day in reference to the veterans so think, who, who, may, who may have lost their lives? Indeed. That's, and that's the perfect place to start, Etienne. This, this day okay, is, uh, is scheduled... Um, especially at this time, uh, for important reasons. Last Monday, the 24th, was Yom HaShoah. And that's uh, the Uh day where we remember those who were taken from us in the Shoah, the Holocaust. So that's Holocaust Remembrance Day. And so exactly a week later from Yom HaShoah is what we call Yom HaZikaron. This is Memorial Day. And Yom HaZikaron oh. um, is a national day of public mourning. So, so you have two weeks in a row of public mourning for very different reasons. Yom HaShoah, we mourn for the events of the Holocaust. Yesterday was okay. Yom HaZikaron, the national day of public mourning, which memorializes those who gave their lives in defense of the state of Israel. Wow. Um, wow, wow. So this is a very, that is a very solemn day. Um, all places of entertainment are closed, and there are sirens that are sounded throughout Israel for um, minutes of silence. Um, there's an official ceremonies. 
at the Western Wall. The flag of Israel is lowered to half staff. Um, mm-hmm. There are programs that are played on the on radio and television about Israel and the wars. And one thing that I want to mention to you and to our listeners is that you know we have a Veterans Day and we have Memorial Day and those sorts of things. But uh, I'd like yes. you to try and realize and, and remember that um, we have a country of 300 million in the U.S. And the, the Israel is a much smaller country, much, much smaller. And yes. they have also been in much, m- many more conflicts since their creation, one every decade, basically. And wow. so when you celebrate Yom HaZikaron, it is uh, it is easy to say that every single person in Israel, every Jew in Israel, even some Arabs in Israel who fight for Israel, um, either know someone who died in a war or know someone who knows someone who died in a war. That's how uh, well, small it is, and that's how important Yom HaZikaron is. Not, and I don't mean to, um, of course. Uh, take away from the importance of the U.S. holiday of Memorial Day. But, you know, I know maybe a couple veterans, um, you know, and I know maybe a couple people who who have died in wars defending this great country as well. Yom HaZikaron, though, um, basically every family in Israel has some sort of connection because there's been so many conflicts in such a small uh, country. So that's one thing uh, to remember. And um, um, Zikaron is, is remembrance. Uh, and so that's that day uh, that occurs in Israel. Here in what we call the diaspora outside of Israel, uh, you know, this is something that we struggle to try to understand. I mean, you know, these are people, the, the draft is, um, it's mandatory, and military service, rather, is mandatory in Israel. Every single man and woman um, spends time in the army, uh, a few years in the army. And so uh, in order to defend the country, the country is surrounded by enemies. Um, There's global attacks on Israel, the BDS movement, um, global anti-Semitism. Israel is always under attack. And so Yom HaZikaron is a day when they remember the, the martyrs, those who fought to defend this great country um, and who were taken from many of the wars, whether it be the Independence Day War, the Six-Day War, the Lebanon War, you know, the, it goes on and on and on, um, the Intifadas, things like that. And so that's a day that happens yesterday, a, a day of, of memorializing uh, those who have helped to create uh, this amazing country uh, of Israel. Yeah. And that was yesterday. To, today, so wow. yesterday it's, it, Yesterday is a day of mourning. It's sad. It's silent. Today in Israel is a day of incredible celebration. This is such a turnaround. Jubilation. Um, from one day yes. to another. It marks the establishment wow. of the State of Israel in 1948. Um, and this is a crazy holiday, Etienne. Uh, Everybody is going to be wearing blue imagine. and white and marching down. <laughs> the streets of Jerusalem and Tel Aviv and Haifa and Eilat um, singing and praying and celebrating the creation of this state. Um, Basically, uh, on May 14th, 
Um, the soon-to-be Prime Minister David Ben-Gurion in 1948 issued the Declaration of the State of Israel. It was recognized by the United States, the Soviet Union, and other countries. None of the surrounding Arab states, of course, recognized it. Some still don't. Um, but uh-huh. the festivities begin the night before, and Israelis take to the streets. They attend concerts, parties, barbecues, watch fireworks, just like uh, <laughs> July 4th for us, right? I mean, it sounds familiar, yes, right? So it's their July yes, 4th, basically. Um, oh, big, big oh, day. Wow. But again, you know, obviously July 4th is great for us, and it's wonderful. You remember how much this means to this small country, this group of people, um, mm-hmm. some who escaped the Holocaust to come there, um, some who were born there, some who moved there for safety, um, people from Russia who, who emigrated from uh, people from Africa and Ethiopia who emigrated, those who have been their families since the 1900s, um, everybody um, is, uh, is just celebrating. Um, museums are open for free. Um, everybody's supposed to come in and, um, and wow. compete for wonderful championships, um, <laughs> ceremonies in Jerusalem. It's a crazy, fun, fun holiday, and I have had uh, the opportunity uh, to be in Israel um, on this day, I and mean, you'd really get uh, swept up um, in in the celebration. <laughs> it's really an absolutely beautiful, yes. beautiful, uh, yes. beautiful thing. So that's uh, let me ask you a quick question. Mahout. Yes, please. Okay, one well, before you go any further, please. Quick question. Mm-hmm. Now, Israel is the first. Is it not the first country that the Jews have ever had? And they can claim as their own? Is that correct? That's right. That's right. So Jews okay. have lived no throughout one... the world. Um, but this yes. was this was the first and is the first and only Jewish state. Wow. And they've been wandering all that time. Yes. So we've been, uh, until 1948, um, yes. Jews have lived um, throughout Europe, uh, Africa, Asia, United States, South America, um, and been at the whim of those governments, um, you know, either kicked out of certain countries, um, you know, restricted in other countries, um, surviving um, pogroms and, and horrible state-sponsored genocides and things like wow. that. Finally, we have a place, a country, which is run by Jews yes. and is for Jews. Finally. And it's the only one in the Gee. world. Just for wow, comparison... Wow, wow. Uh, ATN, there are many Christian countries and many uh, Muslim countries. Um, this is the only yeah. Jewish country um, in the entire world. That. One thing that surprised me, when I was in the Air Force back in the 70s, I was stationed in Texas, and one of my jobs was to refuel planes. And one of the pilots who came up for refueling was a fighter pilot from Israel. I didn't realize Israel mm-hmm. had fighter planes. <laughs> Israel, has one of the, Israel has one of the best air forces in the world. Yes. Um, and yes, it has one of the I strongest um, armies in the world. Um, and it has to. Yes. Um, because throughout uh, these years, and it's only been something like, I mean, 1948, right? So we are coming yes, up yes. on 70 years, I think. Um, yes, it's a very yes. young... Mm-hmm. Um, young, young state, but it's been um, under attack um, 
you know, almost yeah. every every conflict, um, you know, that has occurred. So just to give you an idea, the War of Independence, in order to um, to get the state of Israel, was 1947 and 1949. Um, then we had uh, the Six-Day War in 1967, the War of Attrition, which Jeez. went from 1967 to 1970, the Yom Kippur War in 1973, the Lebanon War in 1982, um, a South Lebanon conflict in 1985, the First Intifada in 1987, the Second in 2000, the Lebanon War in summer 2006, the Gaza War in December 2008, and then other conflicts in 2012 and 2014. Um, Sprinkled in there are also other things like the Suez Crisis in 1956, reprisal operations, 1950s to 1960s. Uh, Israel has always been under attack, um, and so um, wow. and usually all by themselves. Um, yeah. So, uh, there are some times in which other um, other France will will uh, I'm sorry other uh, countries will join in. So, for instance, the Sinai War. Uh, United Kingdom and France helped a little bit um, in the first Lebanon war. Um, you know, the Lebanese helped a little bit, um, but mostly it has all just been Israel. Um, and to let you know, uh, they have been incredibly victorious. So to give you an idea, wow. a war of independence yes. in 1947 to 1949, this was when um, Israel was declared a state and the surrounding countries rose up against and attempted to destroy the newly founded um, state of Israel. So it was Israel versus Egypt, Iraq, Transjordan, Syria, Lebanon, Saudi Arabia, Yemen, um, the Arab Liberation Army, as well as what is called the Holy War Army, um, these are Palestinian forces um, and, uh, and other um, volunteers. And Israel was victorious against all of these countries all at once. Um, really, really incredible. Um, in the Six-Day War, they tried again in 1967. Egypt, Syria, Jordan, and Iraq all attempted to destroy Israel in 1967. They lost. Israel won and captured the Gaza Strip, the Sinai, the West Bank, and the Golan Heights. Uh, the Yom Kippur War um, was the, and you know Yom wow. Kippur, we've spoken about Yom Kippur as a very uh, important yes, holiday. Yes. Well, that was the day in 1973 yes. when Egypt, Syria, Iraq, Jordan, Algeria, Morocco, Saudi Arabia, and Cuba all decided to try to destroy um, Israel, um, but they lost. Oh. Israel was victorious. And this continues. These lists continues now, of course, obviously, uh, starting in 2000, we now fight the Palestinian Authority, Hamas, Hezbollah, um, these terrorist organizations uh, that attempt to destroy Israel. We have always been victorious. Um, the only time we did not um, was in a security zone conflict um, in 1985 to 2000, where we had to withdraw from Lebanon. Um, there was stalemates after the second Lebanon war and operation protective edge in 2014, both sides claimed victory 
but mostly it has Whoa. been very victorious. So you can see now what we're fighting for yeah. and uh, yeah. how important yeah. it was um, uh, to do that. So uh, really, and the, really important. And the irony of um, it is this. Let me share something with you. The irony of it is this. Yeah. Back in May 11th of 1949, there's a resolution um, signed in, in, in the U.N. giving Israel U.N. membership as a peace loving country. And my goodness, right. look at all the wars that That's Israel right. had to go into to defend right. and protect itself. My goodness. Wow, wow, wow. That's and right. one Independence Day is such and a jubilee day. It is, it is such a joy and it's such an incredible um, incredible um, country. Um, and I want to um, give you some and our listeners some uh, information about what has happened sure. since Israel's uh, um, creation. Um, they excel incredibly in mathematics, science, chemistry, physics, medicine, economics, computer science, um, defense technology, agriculture, energy, wow. um, all kinds of incredible things that happen. And if you, if you look up, you know, the, the things that Israel does, um, there's lists and lists and lists, and I won't, I won't give all of them, of course. But just to give you an idea, yes. um, so Israeli cows, for instance, produce more milk per cow than almost any country in the world, um, except wow. for South Korea. Um, they introduce, Israelis introduce peanuts into the diets early of babies. So Israel, Israel children are 10 times like, less likely to suffer from a peanut allergy. Um, wow. The... The language that is spoken, we've spoken about Hebrew. Um, it was a, it was a basically creative uh, endeavor to take an old biblical language and make it modern. And so now, a, a, a language that was basically dead, like Latin or only read, is now a spoken language by millions and millions wow. of people. Amazing. Um, it didn't take very long for us to have an Israeli Nobel Prize winner, uh, winner in 1966. Um, we got a Nobel Prize for literature. Um, and, it, and the list sort of go on and on. Um, you know, there are other, um, all kinds of religions that are welcome in Israel, where people live uh, in freedom and safety, um, Christians, Muslims, Baha'i faith, um, all of these people live uh, under peace uh, in Israel and are accepted. Um, there are, from nature, they respect nature an incredible amount. Um, Israel has one of the highest levels of bird traffic per square kilometer, 500 million migrating birds across its airspace. Wow. Uh, it's wow, also wow, a great, wow. incredible uh, place of inventions, jellyfish repellent uh, for one thing. Um, and also just all kinds of uh, amazing things that you can see um, and eat and enjoy in Israel. It is one of the most beautiful and incredible places um, that you can absolutely go. And you can look up facts about um, Israel that will surprise you on BuzzFeed, for instance. There's 100 sushi <laughs> restaurants in Tel Aviv alone, you know. Uh, it has the yeah. highest rate of entrepreneurship. Um, in in the world uh, of people over 55, um, you know, there's, I mean, there's just the list goes on and on and on. 137 beaches, 
that our beautiful wow. um, voicemail technology was created in Israel, the cell phone, you know, all these sorts of um, things, the highest ratio of college degrees. Um, it has a subway system. Um, it has the Dead Sea. Um, you know, yes. all of these things make us so proud to to see the accomplishments um, of Israel. Wow. And that's why Yom HaAtzma'ut um, is just such a important holiday, not just I for Israelis, but <laughs> yeah. for the whole world. Yeah. Yeah. Because everybody benefits from what uh, Israel has been producing among their people. That's exactly yeah. right. So, yeah, exactly right. Yeah. Um, got an, got so another quick question for you. Know, you know, there's amazing things. Yeah, please, go ahead. Right. I remember I was in college when uh, Prime Minister Golda Meir became the Prime Minister. Mm -hmm. Now, was she the first yes. female Prime Minister? That's what I thought. First, uh, not only for Israel, in, but for the in, world, isn't she? Certainly in Israel. Um, I have to I plead ignorance on this one. I'm not sure if she was the first female prime minister in the world, um, but she certainly was in Israel and probably one of the only. Um, but um, well, I think there's also, um, you know, Margaret Thatcher. Um, yes, in England. And those sorts of things, but, I think but I'd, have to, I'd, have to, I'd have to check. Okay, no problem, no problem. Mm -hmm. I think Golda came, I'm calling her Golda as if she's my family. <laughs> yes, she is. <laughs> she's my sister. No, oh, my auntie. No. I, <laughs> I'll call Auntie, oh, wow. Auntie okay. Golda. And anyhow, uh, somewhere along the line, I think that uh, Margaret Thatcher became prime minister after Golda. Golda came first. Yeah, I think, I think so. I think we'll, so. We, yeah, I, yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, because that, was, so, that yeah. was impressive on me because I've never heard a fee, of a female prime minister while I was in college. And that was, like I said, very impressive. Okay, well, good enough. Wow, Absolutely. there's a lot of good things coming yeah. out of Israel. Absolutely. I'm, I'm surprised um, there about all the pictures. You know, I thought Israel was landlocked. I'm sorry. I oh, thought no, Israel no, was landlocked. Of, but of water. Oh, no, lots of water. Oh, we've wow. Got, uh, we've got good. the Sea of Galilee. We've got the Red Sea. We've got, um, you know, uh, the Dead Sea, of course, but beautiful, beautiful beaches. Um, but you also wow. spoke about... Um, you know, um, the benefits to the world. And you should know that um, yes. the United Nation ranks the Israel emergency medical team as the number one in the world. So whenever there is anything that happens wow. in the world, a disaster, yes. um, Israel is always first to go. So whether it's a disaster, wow. like an earthquake in Haiti um, or anything like that, Israel is always first on the ground um, and sends incredible mm -hmm. emergency medical treatment um, for crisis um, around the world. So the world should be, uh, there's not a, I don't think there's a country in the world that hasn't benefited um, from, uh, wow. from Israel's uh, existence. Uh, and this is, by the way, including the, the countries that refuse to recognize Israel. There are um, yes, uh, yes. Arab countries, Muslim countries that send their uh, children or their family members to the Israeli hospitals because they're 10 times better than the ones in their own country. Um, and they know they can wow, get the best medical amazing. treatment there, even though they, you know, they wow. claim to hate Israel. Yes, I know. Wow, wow, wow. That is ironic that the country where the people have been 
victims of the Holocaust are their descendants today are now going around the world rescuing and helping people. Mm-hmm. It only goes to show love goes a long way. Peace. As a matter of fact, shalom, that's what it says. Peace be with you. That's a wonderful way to greet someone and keep that peace alive. Oh, did I lose you? Rabbi, are you there? Hello? Again? Okay. Yes, yes, yes. We lost each other for for a few seconds. Okay. You're back. Okay. Sorry about that. Sorry about that. No problem. No problem. No, it's all right. I'll go right ahead. So I won't interrupt really anymore. A, we have about five minutes left. No, no, no. Please. I love it when you interrupt. I, I prefer not to give a lecture, so I really appreciate it. So so it's a, it's a very okay. sacred day all over the world. So yes. Uh, yes. that's really the point we that. wanted to make today. Yeah. Oh, great. Great, great. Yeah. Now, I, one little curiosity I have. What? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I I know part of the celebration includes barbecues, but what do you barbecue on uh on uh, Independence Day, what 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 goes what takes place? What what did they use for, for barbecue? Oh, all things barbecue. Fish? I mean, you know, there's uh, chicken, fish, uh, steak, uh, oh. vegetables, anything that you would that you would barbecue. They will barbecue, oh. um, and they okay. do. And it's one of the things that they do. It's part of the culture there, so they will absolutely barbecue all kinds. Um, uh, of things, it's really uh, just like anything else, and it smells amazing. All the different um, foods that they <laughs> have, imagine. and they have other foods that we might not add. Make, you know, they've got lamb. You make them a mountain know, water now. Of things. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> I, I love lamb. You, if you yes, walk yes, around yes. Uh, Israel, barbecue sure smells good, and it's very healthy. They have wonderful, wonderful uh, food and vegetables. You know, if you ever want to um, feel healthy, you just spend some time in Israel, and you come back always feeling healthy. I'll tell you what, I'll call my pilot to get the plane ready, and both of us will go over there for today's holiday. That sounds Uh Oh, by the time we get there. Sounds lovely. By the time we get there. (laughs) The only problem is by the time we get there, it'll be tomorrow. They're six hours ahead of us. That is true. (laughs) That is true. So, but Yomat's food is is in full swing, and people are enjoying it. There are parades. Um, And I think, yeah, we're 69th year. Of its incredible history, wow, wow. Uh, we're wishing Israel a happy wow. birthday, the most vibrant, birthday, innovative, yeah. democratic, exciting, wow. progressive, dynamic, tolerant, diverse, productive, resilient, inventive, Ooh. compassionate, liberal, spiritual, three thousand year old country <laughs> in the world. How about that? Wow, my goodness, that's a mouthful, <laughs> and that's a handy, <laughs> wonderful thing that this world has contributed to it. A small country had such a big heart and offering so much love mm-hmm. and peace to the world. Amazing, Absolutely. amazing, amazing. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm certainly glad that you have have, uh, have chosen to do this talk show because it's helping to educate me, and I'm sure it's helping to educate all our listeners. Amazing. That's the idea. Wow. People might not know just how amazing yes. Israel is. Uh, and uh, oh, it really yes, is definitely. probably the most amazing country on the planet. Wow, wow, wow. Well, in the two minutes we have last, what's your closing thought for the day? Well, I hope you said you have a you have the Hatikva, the national anthem that we can play at the end. Is that right? Yes, I do. Yes, yes, okay. yes. Okay. Uh-huh. So, so the official uh, national anthem I'd like to play for our I have you play for the our listeners. It's called Hatikva, sure. the hope, 
Um, and it's an adapted poem by Naftali Hertz Imber. Um, oh, and, excuse um, me. Excuse me. It, I stand yeah. corrected. No, no, no. The one I do have is Shalom Shevin. May peace be with you. That's what I do have. Oh, okay. Yeah, so you that's don't the have national that. anthem. That's okay. Yes. No, no. no. Hatikva okay. is the national anthem. Yeah. Yeah. So no problem. Yeah. So, uh, well, if that's the case, then okay. my closing words will be uh, the words of Hatikva, and I'll read them in Hebrew and in English for you. And the uh, very good. The, the words of the national anthem are Kol Old Balela Penima, Nefesh Shehudi Homiya, Ufate Mizrach Kadima, Ayin Letzion Sofia, Odlo Avda Tikvatenu. Atikva bat shnot alpayim, liyot amchovshi be'atzenu eretzion ve'yushalayim. And the translation is, as long as in the heart within a Jewish soul still yearns, and onward towards the ends of the east, an eye still gazes towards Zion. Our hope is not yet lost, the hope 2,000 years old, to be a free nation in our land, the land of Zion, and Jerusalem, and that's our national anthem. And it's uh, it's absolutely beautiful when you hear people sing it and uh, and understand its meaning. Fantastic! With that, we'll go right into it. Thirty seconds. Thank you very much, Rabbi. Please take care. Shalom, Thank you. Shalom, shalom. You're welcome. Thank you. You're quite welcome.